Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for February 1st, 2024. Today is the first day of the second month of this year. So we have 12 months this year. We want to maximize each one. Today, we're actually going to learn about the fact that God already made plans, that God laid out plans for us from the foundations of the world, that all the stages of our life were mapped out before we ever lived one day. The title of today's message is Every Day Matters. Put that in the chat. Say it out loud. Every day matters. Walking out God's purpose daily. Put in the chat, I will walk walk out God's purpose on a daily basis. Every day matters. Today matters. I'm going to walk it out. I'm going to walk out God's purpose every day of my life. Say amen to that. Let's get ready for the word of God. All right. So listen, let's get into the word. But before I do, before I get into the word this morning, I do uh, just want to share a quick note with you. I want to thank all of our partners and our supporters, all of our partners with, at Rick and Isabella Pena Ministries. So last night we sent out our contribution statements to everybody that donated online. The vast majority of our of our partners donate online or on our website. Uh, but we do have some people that gave us paper checks. So if you gave us paper checks, we're still processing those. We'll get those out this week. Uh, so we'll make sure that you get an, um, a contribution statement this week. And also you'll get our annual report. But everybody that donated online, you should have received an email last night uh, with a contribution statement for your tax records. But most importantly, with an annual report that went through uh, what we did with your money. Right. So it talks about uh, what we did in the Dominican Republic. We sent the team also to Dominica how we minister to prisoners, what we're doing with the children, you know, what we did with construction, all of these things. Uh, and then all, also what we're doing from a teaching ministry. So I just want to say thank you to our partners and our supporters. We thank God for you. We appreciate you. And if you are not a partner with us, you didn't get the email last night, but I still want you to have the annual report. So if you get the email from me every day for today's word at the top of the email, there's a link to the annual report. Click on that and you read it. That may, you know, the Lord may impress you uh, to, to become a partner with us. But either way, uh, we just thank God for everybody that got us connected to us. And we just want to honor the Lord with everything that he puts in our hands uh, and, and do what he's called us to do. And this, this lines up perfectly with today's message. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you to our partners. We love you. We appreciate you. God bless you. All right. So now I can talk about David. So, so now uh, I love David. And we're, later, we're going to do a deep dive into the life of David. Uh, but this morning, obviously, we're going to uh, what I told you was at the beginning of the year, we did Proverbs chapter four and verse 25, and then we went through 20 other scriptures. And, and I mentioned each one briefly, and I told you I would come back and circle back to each one of the 20. I did one of the 20 yesterday. I'm going to do one of the 20 today. The one today deals with David. So first, we're going to look at Proverbs chapter four and verse 25, and then we're going to look at Psalms 139 and 16 from the Message Bible. So Proverbs chapter four and verse 25 from the Passion Translation, this is what we've been looking at all year. This is what the Bible says. Set your gaze on the path before you with fixed purpose, looking straight ahead. Ignore life's distractions. So we've been looking at that every day. 
uh, put in the chat, I will look straight ahead. I ignore life's distractions. Psalms 139 and verse 16 from the Message Bible says, like an open book, you watch me grow from conception to birth. All the stages of my life were spread out before you. The days of my life, every stage and every day were prepared before I ever lived one day. So David is acknowledging the fact that God has a plan, that God mapped out my entire life. All the stage of, stages of my life were mapped out before I ever lived one day. So before I get into like, what does this mean for you today? I need to, let's talk about the stages of David's life. And these are not all the stages. Obviously, you know, I don't want, this is not a comprehensive thing. I can't go through everything every day. But since David said, the days of my life and the stages of my life were laid out before you before I ever live one day, it's, it's good to just take a moment and let's just talk about the stages of David's life because it will help us gain a perspective for our own life. So let's just start off with him being a shepherd boy. He was the eighth son of Jesse. He was the youngest son the eighth son, the final son in his house. And it's almost like he didn't have a friend in the camp. He had to spend most of his time tending his father's sheep. And so he spent a lot of time, one time he had to kill a lion and kill, kill a bear with his bare hands protecting the sheep. But what he did while he was out there with the sheep is he spent time with God. And so while he was shepherding the sheep, the Lord became his shepherd. Come on, 23rd Psalm. So he spent time with God as a shepherd boy. That was the stage. Then then here's another stage. A prophet showed up at his, at his house and anointed him to be the next king of Israel. So this anointment in front of his brothers and in front of his father and this prophecy that he would be the king of Israel, that was another stage because that set some things in motion in his life, uh, even though he had to go back to being a shepherd boy. But then later he went, he was taking lunch to his brothers. They were in the army. And then that day he wound up killing a giant. He killed a giant with a slingshot and a stone. And when he did, because he had killed a lion and a bear when nobody was watching, God anointed him to kill a king when every uh kill a giant when everybody was watching, and he became a national hero overnight, which set off another stage of his life. Then he married the king's daughter, then he moved into the king's palace, and that was another stage of his life where he's with the king and he's serving the king. But then the king got jealous of David and wanted to kill him and tried to kill him multiple times. So then David had to leave and run and he became a fugitive. That set off another stage of his life. And he spent 13 years on the run as a fugitive. Then, then all after that, after those 13 years, when the king was dead, he became the king of Judah. Uh, so Judah was just two tribes. And that's great, but the prophecy was that he would be the king of unified Israel. Seven years later, he became the king of the unified Israel. And so it took over 20, 20 years for the prophecy to come to pass, but it came to pass. And he became the king of Israel, and that set off another stage. And then one day, when he was supposed to be out there in war, uh, in war and he, he was a worshiper, he was a psalmist, he was doing a lot of great things. That The worshiper, the psalmist piece, you could say that's another stage. But one day when he was supposed to be out there in war and he was not where he was supposed to be, and he had sent all his men out, he walks out and he looks down and all of the men are, from the army are gone. And this woman who's left there uh, by herself, she's bathing outside and he saw something that it was, it was another man's wife and he wanted it. And so he committed adultery and then he got this woman pregnant. And then he had the woman's husband killed. And that, that's another stage of his life. And, and it's an unfortunate stage, but it happened, right? And then uh, let's, another stage is like him being a father, being a family man. And so he had a family. And, and while it was great to have a family, and while it was great 
you know, to pour into his sons and, and to leave a legacy of righteousness, he had one son that rebelled against him, Absalom. And, and that just kind of drives to the complexities of life. He had struggles like everybody else. Even though in the New Testament, he's called a man after God's own heart, which is the last stage I'll call about his legacy, his ancestry. So, so because of David, I mean, it's even documented that Jesus was coming from the bloodline of David. I mean, so he's listed in the bloodline of Jesus. In the New Testament, he's listed as a man after God's own heart. But all of that is just part of his story. But the cool part is that he's saying... My whole story was written before I ever lived one day. My whole story. Come on, man. Put in the chat. God has a plan. Put, put in the chat. The, my story. Put in the chat. In heaven, there's a, there's a book with my name on it. And that book was written before I ever lived one day. God knew my life. And he's seen all the stages of my life was like spread out before him. And they were all mapped out. God knew all the mistakes I would make. God knew all the triumphs I would have. God knew all the things I would do right. God knew all the things I would do wrong. God knew all of my successes. God knew all of my challenges. And he knew all of this. It wasn't like God made me do dumb things, but God knew that I was going to do dumb things. And God knew that I was going to reap a, a bad harvest on bad seed. But God just saw it all. God's foreknowledge doesn't mean that God made it happen, but his foreknowledge of my decisions, he, he mapped out my life based on his foreknowledge of everything I would do good and not so good. And, and, and because of that, I have to acknowledge that all the stages of my life were mapped out before God before I ever lived one day. So what does this mean for you today? I have three things to share with you in this morning. Here's number one. God's intentional design in every day and in every stage of your life. When you understand that you're not a mistake, when you understand that there is a God, that he mapped out your life, that he has a plan then you can live out every day knowing that God meticulously mapped out things to be involved. I'm not saying God causes me to sin or causes me to do things that are dumb. Of course he doesn't. But God already knew all the dumb things I would do. And God planned in advance to even set up moments for me to repent, for people to come to me, for the Holy Spirit. I mean, God is involved in every area, every facet, every stage of my life. That should give me peace. Understanding that every day and every stage of my life is ultimately part of God's grand design can help me to see the value in every moment. Today's a Thursday. There are days where you have a lot of things on your calendar. There are things where days where you don't have a lot of things on your calendar. There are days where you're like, oh, I'm super excited about doing this. There are days where like, oh, I don't know, uh, you know what I'm going to be doing today. But every day, God has a plan. Every day, like, you know, there's intention behind it. So you can live out your life, this life, this year of laser focus on fixed purpose. You can live out your life every day intentionally and purposefully. You can acknowledge that the hand of God is on you, even in the mundane, even in the routine, even when, oh, it's Thursday and every Thursday I do whatever, right? No, God can lead you, guide you, direct you. You can find joy. In just living out every day, knowing that God has a plan for every day and every stage of your life. And you can also find joy in knowing that, hey, greater is coming for me, right? So this perspective can help you to shift your focus from just passing time. You know, I'm just going through life. I'm just going through the motions. I'm just going through the rat race. No, no, no. God has a plan. Put in the chat, say God has a plan. God has a plan for my life. So I'm going to be attentive 
to his guidance, to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to be open to divine moments, divine appointments, divine opportunities. I'm going to embrace every opportunity as uh, as a moment, as part of God's overall plan, knowing that God has written a book for me. It has my name on it. And there is purpose in every chapter. And watch this. When people read my life story, God wants to be the star on every page. So I'm going to live my life in such a way where I'm, I'm attempting to line up with the script, with the plan that God already made out, uh, mapped out for me. I want to be in the center of God's will, but I'm also, I believe that that I'm unfolding, I'm, as I'm living my life, I'm manifesting destiny and I'm glorifying God in the process. My life is part of God's grand design. Put in the chat, I am manifesting a destiny. Uh, every day while I'm doing things, these are things that God planned. It's like God is painting a masterpiece with my life and every day is a stroke of his brush. So my life, I am here, I'm entering every day with this mindset. I'm on this planet to glorify God and every day matters. Put in the chat, every day matters. Say amen to that. Number two, I have three points to share with you. Here's number two. Navigating life with God's script or his plan as our God. So if you believe that there's a book, I believe that there's a book in heaven with my name on it. And if you believe that there's a script that's already been mapped out for me and for you, then what we must do, this is why I say you got to find it, follow it, finish it. What we must do is discover what we believe that to be, you know, spending time with God, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will give us God's divine blueprint. And then when he does, then we align with that. We want to live our lives in such a way to where we believe that we are doing the will of God. I only want what God wants. I only want to do what God has called me to do. And when we live that way, we live our lives being led by the Holy Spirit and then our lives become a life, a, a life of purpose. Put in the chat, I live a life of purpose. I live a life of clarity. I'm enjoying the journey. I'm enjoying the ride. I'm not just going through the motions. Every day is a gift. And I'm, I'm living each day on purpose, with a purpose, for a purpose. And so in times of uncertainty, especially when you have to make a decision, what you want to do is you want to say, Lord, I have to make this decision. Now, I know you have a plan for my life. I want you to, to show me which one of these paths is going to take me down the path to your best. It may not even be the one I want to take. It may it, The one that you tell me to go down may cost me something. It may cost me time, energy, effort, money. It may, it may be more difficult than the one I, I like. I want to go down this road, right? There's three options. I want, I want door number one, right? But I'm open, Lord. Door number one seems good to me. But if you tell me to go door number two or door number three, I'll go down whichever one you tell me to go down because I know that you know, you've already been to my future and you know which one is the best one for me. So Lord, tell me which one to go down. Even if door number three is going to cost me uh, more effort or energy and time and money, I'll go down door number three if that's where you lead me to go. And so I just want to, to go down your predetermined path. My role is to make a human alignment with what I believe to be your divine assignment for my life. So I'm not living my life for me. Put in the chat, my life is not my own. No, no, no. I'm living my life for you. And so I will do whatever you tell me to do. You're the Lord of my life. You're my king. You're my master. You're my ruler. You're my God. And besides you, there is no other. So I, I, you, 
because you're my Lord, you're in charge. And so I submit to you. I, I die to self. I live, you know, wherever you want me to live, I'll live. Wherever you want me to go, I'll go. Isabella and I wanted to live in Florida. God told me stay in Virginia. I didn't like that, but I have to do what God tells me to do. You, you see what I'm saying? So I'll do whatever God wants me to do. Whatever you want me to do, whether it's going to be a success or a challenge, I believe that is part of your story. And so you are you have orchestrated things for me and all I want to do is submit to it. So I spend time in prayer. Put in the chat, I spend time in prayer. My life is not my own. I'm spending time in prayer. I'm submitted to the Holy Spirit. I'm seeking God. I want his wisdom, his guidance, his anointing, his favor. I want him to lead me and to guide me. I believe that all the stages of my life were mapped out before I ever lived one day. I believe that you have a plan. When David was in, in the cave of Adullam and he thought he wanted to die and he was so frustrated and then, then God said, okay, well, I know you need some encouragement, son. He walks out of the cave, boom, and there's people there to encourage him. God knows what we need and God knows when we need it. But even that stage, God already knew it was going to happen. There was another day where, where David was with, you know, with the in the enemy's camp. And, and so, uh, you know, they went to go fight. And then the enemy said, no, we don't want you to fight with us because you, you're an Israelite. You might turn on us. And then so they had to go back. And when they go back to Ziklag, the enemy came in and stole all of their wives and stole their children and burnt down the camp and, and burned everything to the ground. And so their his wife was gone. His children was gone. All his stuff was stolen. His house was burnt down to the ground. And then his men turned on him and his men wanted to kill him. And in the lowest moment, the Bible says that David encouraged himself and the Lord, his God. He cried out to the Lord. He said, I don't even know what to do, God. And God said, go. He said, shall I go? And God said, go. Uh, uh, he said, pursue and you shall recover. All And David is looking back and saying, even that God knew I was going to go through it. God knew the lowest of lows. God knew the highest of highs. God knew that there would be moments where I would dance before him and worship. There would be moments where I was, I would pen Psalms, Psalms that people would read for the rest of eternity. You know what I'm saying? There would be moments where I would do that. But he also knew that, that there would be moments where I've done dumb stuff. I slept with this lady. I shouldn't have slept with. Then she got pregnant. I had her husband killed. And Lord, I just, all I, I, ugh, I God, I'm sorry. And I, I just want to get back on the plan. I, I just want to get back on the path. Thank you, Lord, for not discarding me. Thank you, Lord, for not throwing me away. Thank you, Lord, for not disqualifying me from the assignment. Thank you, Lord, for being kind to me. Thank you, Lord, for remembering me in a way that shines your positive light. Thank you, Lord, that when you write my name in the New Testament, in the book of Acts, it says, David was a man after God's own heart. Despite all of my mistakes, despite all of my flaws, despite all of my failures, you had a plan. And, and all I wanted to do is live that thing out. And I'm not, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy of it, but 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 I, I'm thankful for it. And yes, I had issues. I even had issues with one of my own sons who turned on me. And you know, I, I, life is life, and life is difficult. But God, and my life is in your hands. And so, so when you when you understand that, and you live this way, and you know that God has a plan and God has a purpose, it will help you to overcome anxiety and, and the fear of the future and the struggles that you have for today. Listen, everybody goes through stuff. Everybody faces stuff. Nobody's perfect. But but if you put your hands in God's hands. And you believe that, Lord, you have a plan and I'm not going to give up and I'm not going to cave in and I'm not going to quit. And I'm going to keep my feet bound to the path that you established for me from the foundations of the world. Then, Lord, I I'm just going to walk this thing out. I know that you have a plan. I know that your plans are good plans. I know that you will never give up on me. I know that you will never leave me nor forsake me nor turn your back on me. Thank you, Father, 
for your amazing grace. Thank you, Father, for being so kind to me. Thank you, Father, for not throwing me away when you should have thrown me away. Many times I've done dumb stuff. Thank you, Father, for, for me coming to you saying, Lord, this is the last time, and it wasn't the last time. Thank you, Father, for your grace. Hallelujah. Put in the chat. This is not even part of my notes. I'm just preaching now. Put in the chat. Thank you, Lord. Put in the chat. Thank you, Father, for your grace. All right, let me give you number three so I can let you go. Number three, living out purpose in everyday life. Put in the chat. I live out my purpose in everyday life. When you embrace God's purpose and his grace, what you're doing is you're saying, I'm going to live out every day Every interaction, I'm going to live it out purposefully. I'm going to be open and sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Yesterday, I was talking to somebody. Well, two days ago, same thing happened. But yesterday, I was talking to somebody, and um, it was about business. And, and as I was talking to this person, her body was under attack. She wasn't feeling well. I said, okay, well, before we close, do you mind if I pray for you? She was like, oh, no, please. And so I prayed. And then the day before that, I was on a video call with somebody, a, a CEO of a major corporation, and, 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 and I was just prompted. I said, hey, before I get off the, uh, uh, off the call, do you mind if I pray for you? He was like, oh, man, please do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, just divine. Now, I'm not telling you to do this. I'm telling you God leaves me to do this. God, I do this all the time. I pray, I pray for generals. I, I pray for CEOs. I pray for privates. I pray for janitors. I pray for everybody. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just open. I live. I want to live out every. I could be in technology, but I've always doing ministry. You know what I'm saying? I've been. I've. I've preached in all kinds of moments where, where you're like, this is not supposed to happen, but it happens. You know why? It's the grace of God. You know why? It's the anointing of God. You know why? It's the calling of God. And I'm mindful of the fact that God has a plan. I'm mindful of the fact that I'm living out every day, that all the stages of my life were mapped out before I ever live one day. So I'm going to be fixed and focused. I'm not going to be distracted. Put in the chat. I've, I refuse to be distracted. I ignore life's distractions. I'm, I'm keeping my, my eyes laser focused on God's fixed purpose for my life for 2024. I will not go off course. I'm not going to sway neither to the left nor to the right. I'm living my life in such a way that my life is exhibiting the hand of God, the purpose of God, the grace of God, the joy of God. I'm walking this thing out. And am I perfect? No, I'm far from perfect, but it's the grace of God. And so I, I thank God for his grace. I thank God for his mercy. I'm praying continually. I'm I'm seeking God's face. I'm asking him to manifest in ways that only he can. I'm seeking him uh, and his guidance every day of my life. I know that my life is part of God's narrative. And, uh, and God's my life is part of God's story. My life is part of God's plan. So I'm living my life in such a way to where I acknowledge every stage of my life was mapped out before God before I ever live one day. Say amen to that. Glory to God. Let's close this message out with a declaration. Oh, this was good. A declaration of faith. Say this. Say, Father, I live with a laser focus on your fixed purpose for my life. I acknowledge that every day of my life is part of your intentional design. I commit to living with purpose. I trust that you have scripted out my life with precision. So I'm just going to follow you. I'm determined to live out your will in my daily interactions, reflecting your love and grace to everyone around me. I choose to focus on your plans and purposes, and I will ignore life's distractions. I will not veer away from your path. I believe that every moment is an opportunity to further your kingdom and to discover more of your plan for my life. So I'm open to the Holy Spirit 
you lead, guide, and direct me. And I want to maximize every chapter of my journey with you. Thank you, Father, for choosing me, guiding me, and using me. This is my year of fixed purpose. And I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, this is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, please go to todaysword.org. If you're not getting my notes, you get my notes for free. Sign up. Go to todaysword.org. Click on the big top right. Put it, There's a subscribe button. Click on it. Put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, I love you. God loves you more. Have an amazing day. Do me a favor. Two things. Leave me some comments in the chat if this message was a blessing to you. And then number two, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. Greater is coming for you. I love you. (laughs) I'll see you tomorrow. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to know more about our ministry or you would like to partner with us in what we're doing in the Caribbean, being a blessing to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic, then please go to ripministries.org. You'll be able to find out more information there. And if you'd like to make a donation, all the donations are tax deductible in the United States. A few months ago, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to set up a coaching and mentorship program. And Isabella and I set that up. And so now we make ourselves available on three different levels for those that want access to us and to learn things about maximizing your potential, increasing your personal productivity and fulfilling your life's purpose. If you're interested in that, go to patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina. And then lastly, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to write several books and journals to help people grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Please go to rickpina.co if you don't have our material. And there's also apparel there as well. Listen, thank you for being a blessing to us. We pray that our ministry will continue to be a blessing to you.